0: Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and in this pod we go over the ultimate team of the season, the upcoming festival of football promo, and answer the question, is FIFA already dead? Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Today we have three returning guests. First returning guest is Zaloni Sale. welcome back to the podcast.
1: Hey Max, how you doing, mate?
0: Second returning guest is Footberg. Welcome back to the podcast, Berg. Thanks
2: very much for having me.
0: And our third returning guest today is Greg Hartley. Greg, welcome back to the podcast.
2: Appreciate having me on again,
0: mate. So today we're going to go over Liga Un Tots, just to recap a little bit, I Thought basically our thoughts on how the promo went, and then we'll get into Ultimate, Comnable, the and then we'll go through into the potential promo, or the promo for this Friday, the Festival of Football. Footberg, I want to start with you first on the Liga Un. What was your take on the Liga Un promo as a whole?
2: I was writing notes for this earlier and it took me about 10 minutes to try and work out, did we have any content for it? I I genuinely couldn't even remember. I can remember one SBC and that was our, and that's all I could remember from it. It was just awful. It was just such a letdown from going from uh, La Liga and Bundesliga, which is brilliant. And then Serie A and Liga Un, it just massively fell off a cliff. And I don't know if they've done that on purpose to hype up what we've got coming or if it's because they just can't be arsed. I just don't know. It was just really, really poor.
0: It was a strange one too, because I know with the Prem Tots, I know the Prem Tots, they relied a lot on the team to kind of carry that promo. And I think with Liga Un, they expected the same thing with Neymar and Mbappe in it to obviously Ben Yedda, of some of the bigger players there too. And the thing is, I think they expected everyone to be doing these upgrade packs instead of caring too much about the other content. And the other issue is for the Bundesliga, maybe La Liga. I know La Liga obviously had Messi, but Bundesliga, there wasn't too many big players. So they had to do SPCs to make it kind of a bit more exciting. But yeah, like I said, it's a strange one. And we'll see this Friday what they decide to do with the Festival of Football. But even into Ultimate as well, we've seen the, uh, the lack of content moving on the same kind of the same way. So Lonies, what did you make of the uh, Liga and Promo?
1: Uh I had a good chuckle to myself when I saw Neymar had managed to find his way into the team of the season by not winning the league and making less than half. I think he played 18 games, didn't even play half the season. Um, I think we all knew Neymar was going to make the team of the season squad. So, yeah, um, could sell packs. Um it comes back to what I think I've said this a few times on the different podcast episodes, but it just really frustrates me that EA just hold back on content. Like it almost was worse that like they showed us what good content can be like. Because I, I really don't want to moan about the game. I want to say how great it was. And for the two weeks, and like Footberg said about La Liga and Bundesliga, I was saying how great this content is. And that's what I want to do. I want every day to be able to say, this content's amazing. They were literally giving us on a few days free SBCs. There's was like a showdown, which was two, and then a flashback on Monday in La Liga. Like, it was great content for two weeks. And then... like. What were they even doing in the French League? I, I, I'm, I never blame individuals at EA, but there's numerous people who work on the content team. So what on earth are they doing? For, what are they doing during this promo? Like having a week on holiday or something. I don't know. Like The content was awful during French League team season. As someone whose career is built around the game and trying to make content, it's really hard to do it. Without they, they just It felt like they just abandoned team the season. Midway no. through.
0: No, definitely. And obviously there was we had kind of had a, a we had good weeks. And then the next week wasn't anywhere near similar. And that's the weird thing too. Obviously a Bundesliga, which I think now again, like I said, some days we had three SPCs, at least one every single day. And then for the next few leagues, I think obviously I think league we had two. I think we had our and volund, if I remember correctly, I don't, don't think there's any more player ones, but it seems very, very strange. And obviously there must be some reason behind it. But how, how far back do they plan the content? Are they planning the content, say, a month back, a few weeks back? And if they are, then what is their excuse for nothing in the game other than saying, well, we don't really want these SPCs there. We want people to kind of either pay for packs and things like that. But there has to be at least some explanation behind it and for them to be able to say, to say say you've got the content crea- creation person, EA, to say to the boss above them, hey, next week, don't release anything because we want to do this reason why such so things happen but it's a strange one. And Greg, finally, to you here, what did you make of League Un?
3: Uh, disappointing. Uh, like everybody said, I think everybody in the community was very disappointed just with the content that we didn't get. <clears throat> everybody was looking forward to the, you know, the, the player picks, the League Un player picks that we've had from Bundesliga. They were very, they, they were really good. I enjoyed Bundesliga. Um, I can say that because I got Lewandowski and, and Coleman, but <laughs> um, everybody wants that. Every, even though, we, you know, we're gonna mud, mud, mud our you know teams mud our clubs. We, we would do it for the content. If this content there, we're gonna do it. I'm surprised they didn't bring more content out for Liga. Um, was it Memorial Weekend that weekend when it when it was out? Yes, um, yeah. That's the only excuse I could say why they didn't uh, why they didn't bring anything out. But that goes back to like you said, how far did they go back and like did they plan it in a week? You know, a week before, two weeks before. Um, you would think they would um, because if something comes up then obviously they've got time to change but very disappointed we all wanted to pack a Neymar and Bappe um, from player picks but that wasn't that wasn't uh, that wasn't something we we were going to be able to do
0: you make a good point there too about the player picks I know the only other um, TOTS team we have had the rare player picks was the Prem ones too and the rare the rare ones only being what a 75 plus player seems so strange as well. And especially because it kind of forced you to do those premium league unpacks as well. And obviously this week we've seen the addition of the or return of the 80 plus ones. It just seems I don't know, it was confusing for the most part. And I think everyone complained about the Prem rare player picks. And for them then to bring them back, it doesn't make any sense at all. But obviously we'll move on from the league, and we'll go on to the Ultimate Tots now. Again, Ultimate Tots. I think there's a few surprising players selected in the team. I know they probably kind of went more with how the guys did in the season. Although if you're going off that, I think you're missing out a guy like Ruben Diaz who probably deserves it a lot more than Stefan de Vries and a few other guys in there. But Zell, I want to go to you first for this one here. What did you make of the selection for the ultimate team of the season?
1: I did some research for this. I've got the definition of the word ultimate for you guys. Oh being the best or most extreme example of its kind. Now, I don't know about you guys. I think you'll agree with me. But De Vries, Bamba, Harry Kane on FIFA, Kimmich, Oblak, players like this, they don't strike me as being the best or most extreme example of its kind, being the best cards in the team of the season. Where was Neymar? I mean, I I could pick plenty of cards. Goretzka instead of Kimmich. Where was all the really, like, yes, we all know why DeVry's in the team. So when you waste all your coins on the guaranteed ultimate tots pack, or you get your player picks and you get four non-ultimate tots, one of the crap leagues, and you get one ultimate tots playing your red picks, you're getting in. We know why they're there, but, like, it's June. The life cycle of the game, will talk later about his FIFA dead or not, but the life cycle of the game is pretty much up. Not hardly anyone will be playing in July, August. So, why can they not stick to the ultimate definition of being the best or most extreme example of its kind and give us that for this and let people get these cards? Like, if you get 14 wins, you can get a guaranteed insane player. So many people are going to be disappointed on Thursday with the red picks when they get some of these lower cards. Like, Neymar has to be in the ultimate tops, he's the best tops card without debate, really, to be honest. Yeah, it was um, very disappointing, but I wouldn't use the word surprise because I'm just used to it on how they do it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's confusing as well. Obviously, this year they dropped it down to 15 players. You would have expected probably the the most 15 expensive players. And even guys like Sancho, I think everyone thought was going to get in it too. Again, they they are gatekeeping these bigger players. And also you saw with the, I think when they announced the team, a lot of the guys didn't make it. Shot up in price. I mean, like Goretzka went up nearly half a million. I think Sancho went up quite a lot as well. Um, but it's crazy how they are kind of gatekeeping these top tier players. But Greg, going to you next here. What did you make of the ultimate team of the season selection?
3: To be honest, I didn't mind it. I think I go back to what Zal said before. Why was Neymar in the league? Uh, but then you refer to him not being in the team of the season. Just looking at what they, what EA say. It's they say it's the best. The, the, whoever you know, individual performances in the league campaign. Why um, oh, is Diaz not in there then? Because, like you said, <laughs> <laughs> they, put, they, put, they put the, the fry in there just so they, contradict, they contradict, don't
1: they? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah they, they, I think they do contradict in both ways. Like, obviously, Bamba had a... obviously with uh, uh, Leo winning whatever, the league. Yeah, yeah. Leo, the win league. Um, great performance. I think Kimich had a great performance with um, with Bayern. Kane should have got player of the year for prem didn't um mm-hmm. the rest of the players i think should have been in there um i think like lakako had, had an amazing season with inter um i think on individual performances in their respective leagues they should be in there i think couple of them could have been from um, could have been in there but um i think i think everybody mentioned about uh De in in <coughs> there just so if you do pack someone it's always going to be him um so yeah i mean I, for me it's the best players of the best. We all want a Neymar, but he wasn't in. Um, but I've, I've, I've heard that Salah. I've, I don't, Berg, was it you? Keep saying Salah's probably the worst player in the game.
2: Awful, mate. Awful. <laughs> As a Liverpool fan, he's awful. Uh,
0: I I can back that up too. I used him for a weekend, and honestly, probably one of the most frustrating cars I've ever used.
1: Why don't they just give him a four star week for, for once, man?
0: That was a strange one, too. Was A lot of these cards, I know for some leagues they boosted up the cards. I know, obviously, like Suarez got the four star, four star. A lot of other cards. Bamba got the five star, four star. Obviously, De Maria got the boost as well to the three star weak foot. They could have gone a lot, bit more, bit more happy on these uh, kind of weak foot and skin with upgrades. But
1: we had like Vardy, who was three star, three star. and He's a 94 or something. But then his foot birthday, was miles better. It was five star four
0: star. Goes back to last year too, doesn't it, with the foot birthday Mbappe and the foot and the team of the season Mbappe as far as the foot birthday one being a lot more expensive. So it's a strange one. Obviously we'll see what EA've EA got in store as well. But I want to ask you the next question here though. Um for you, has it been a lot better than the other Tots? The fact that it's ultimate, or you kind of just you think it's along the same lines as the other ones, really?
2: Um, I think, like the guy said, um, uh, it depends how you want to look at it from a FIFA point of view or a football point of view. Because you've got from the FIFA team, someone like Harry Kane, who's in ultimate tots, from a FIFA point of view, it's not very good, but he should have won the player of the year. So when you look at it from a football point of view, he should be in it. But like the omissions the of like Neymar, Goretzka, Sancho, Varane, De Jong, they're the, the pinnacle of the FIFA like cards. Why? Obviously, as everyone said, we know why we got Davridge because that's who you're getting in your um, your guaranteed pack. But it, it's it's one of them ones. Is it done from a FIFA standpoint or a football standpoint? And obviously, only EA know that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, not. and obviously, with a lot of these two, I think even Neymar getting into the league at one was probably a FIFA kind of thing. So they they're, they're hit and miss. EA just I think the issue for them is they don't fully explain while they do certain decisions along the way as well. And, and that's probably the most confusing thing. But Berg, what have you made of the additional content released with the Ultimate Tour? So you had the release of Dembele, Javi Martinez and Lanzini. Have you been able to use any of these cards? What do you make of them?
2: Um, I quite liked um, Javi Martinez. I've only been using him in the Lanzini objective. I've only played about four or five games with him. So I couldn't give like a proper um, like review on him. But um, Dembele, when I saw all the like, squad that you needed to submit for him. I thought, Jesus Christ, that's a bit expensive. But then when you saw the price settle around 700 K, um, he'd probably be double that if he was on the market, but then there's that excuse that he's not on the market. If he was, and you bought him, you could sell him whenever you want and get your coins back with an SBC. You can't do that. Um, but how many days are we into ultimate tops now Four, and we've got three SBCs. If this is ultimate tops, give me ultimate content to go with it. And this isn't ultimate content. And um, going back to also with how bad uh, Liga Earn was, we only got one objective player with um, Liga Earn. But in all of the other TOTS teams, we got an online objective and an offline. So why for Liga Earn and ultimate have we only had one?
0: It doesn't Doesn't make any sense. It's almost like they don't want us to play the game and they want us to be grinding the menus and spend in the uh, little fever yeah, points. <laughs> exactly. But it's a strange one there. Um, and Greg, have you are you going to use any of these uh, SPC cards or not?
3: Uh, no. No, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just, for me, I'm holding on to my coins and my fodder just in case they bring an ultimate guarantee out, which 99.99% they're probably not going to bring out. I think, Greg, did, did you have something written down that you posted today? Yeah, or like the other day um, on Twitter?
2: It is. Uh, um, going by last fuck. year, which is is already different. You have three deluxe, which is what we had the other day, which was the ninety plus, and then in between that you have the um, the ultimate. And last year that came in an eighty nine rated squad. I can't see it being that expensive if they do bring it, but uh, I'm sure we'll find out tomorrow if it does come.
3: Yeah. So I'm I've been holding my fodder. Um, I was going to do the obviously the the SPCs that have been coming out, but. I was like, I've got a, quite a few tots that I've packed, um, just like the MLS tots that are like about 40, 50 k. Um, so I'm, I'm holding on to them to see if they go up a little bit, in case guaranteed tots comes out, because uh, obviously people want to be using them, because um, I'm sure they'll they'll say two two team of the seasons in the uh, in the SBC. Um, so I'm just gonna wait it out, see what happens. If not, um, we'll go from there. But like we said, the content for ultimate ultimate tots is like these; it's non-existent. You think, like you said, ultimate top, talk, ultimate talks, ultimate content. The content has been subpar. Um, for me, best content was probably Bundesliga, um, and that was that, that. That week, I really enjoyed team of the season. The rest didn't really. Didn't want to stream. Didn't even want to sh- stream the menus. It, it was. It didn't grab me, and it didn't persuade me to to come and play FIFA. But fingers crossed, something comes in. Um, next promo on whatever they, they've got left um, for the end of the year.
0: Yeah, the thing is, obviously, they must be able to see the kind of the amount of people logging on each day and the amount of time they're spending on the game. And for them not to change anything up for Ultimate shows that something must not be changing, really. And I know speaking to people in the community, whether it be on Twitter or on Twitch, there are a lot of guys are saying, well, I'm stopping playing now. I've not been on that much. But I really think if EA saw a massive decrease in their player base they would have changed them for the ultimate. Maybe, or maybe they're banking on the next promo, being able to change all of that. But it does seem strange that again, all of us here, obviously, we know that the conda's has not been there and we've not really been, it's tough to really speak about the because nothing's there. But it's a strange one because EA surely had the an- analytics behind it. And... Don't you
2: think it's really dangerous to do that though? To not let the, con- the, the consumer know that they plan to save it for a later date because that the consumer might just think, well, we're getting nothing here and just fuck off. We don't know that anything's coming. So from an EA standpoint, to not let the consumer know that we're holding back for later, it seems a bit dangerous in terms of longevity.
1: I think there's an element though of talking, you're talking about the analytics and stuff that I think that EA obviously do have an idea about all that. But one analytic will know for sure is that they'll be making a lot less money at this point of year. There'll be a lot less people spending in June. I'm not saying no one spends in June, but a lot less people spend money on FIFA points in June. FIFA's a 12-month cycle game. Most people don't stick it out for more than a few months. Only very hardcore players probably do. I think there's an element that they don't even care at this point if that many people stop playing the game. Because they don't want people to get FIFA burnout. Because no one hardly anyone's spending money on the game now. So they probably don't mind people having a few months' break off FIFA, so they're ready, refreshed to come play FIFA when the new game comes out and s- spend a lot of cash at the start because they want to get the best players and the team at the start. I don't think you even mind at this point if people aren't playing the game as much.
0: Yeah, and Also, we know how smart they are. There's a reason behind everything they do. And if there's a point, then obviously they, they know what they're doing. Again, they make more money every single year, year on year on year. So, again, we, we like to say they're doing things wrong and things like this, but Again, they seem to know a like lot. They, they know more and they know better. Obviously, going back to the plays in Ultimate Tots here, those. Zell, I want to ask you, is there any cards that were released in Ultimate Tots that you would recommend yourself to use or have you, you plan on using if you... As play? in, like,
1: the SBCs and stuff? As
0: in the actual overall team in Ultimate Tots, including the SBCs, if you want to as well.
1: So, I've not done the Dembele SBC. He actually came out. I was away when he came out. That team of the year that he's a flashback to, 17 when he's at Dortmund... Is arguably my favourite ever card on FIFA. I absolutely loved that card, just a shout out to us, man. Um, if I go for the team, I mean Lewandowski I really liked, or Lewandowski. Um, the five-star weak foot really does improve him. Because I think you can't be an elite, elite player on this game without five star skills or weak foot. I'm not saying you need both, but you need one of the other just to be unpredictable. Um, he turns well. I think he's what's his price at the moment? got I think
3: he's I, so I second that as well I've always had a hate relationship with tall clunky players I've always said yeah. I can't use him. I've got to use small players agile players but when I packed him I said oh I'll give him a go he's probably not going yeah. to in my team and I love him like literally in around the box he does not miss like he can dance one of best... as well yeah he's like even he's like even though he's, he's tall you don't expect him to do a fake shot or you know a lack of he, he literally, like you said, he just dances.
1: He's 1.3 mil. He's probably my standout recommendation from the team. He's yeah. 1.3 mil. He's got some of the best links in the game because Bayern are the best team on this FIFA, I think, if I went through all the best club 11s. Um, De Bruyne is crazy value. Um, De Bruyne is not rapid, but you don't... Midfield the least important position in the game for pace. It's still good, but in the midfield, you can go over He's crazy good. Um, Bamba's a really good one, I think, because he's not Neymar Mbappe in that league, he doesn't get enough height, but he's really good. Um, Theo Hernandez could be the best center back in the game. There's a debate on that. I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, yeah, Ronaldo Mbappe class cards because we know <laughs> they are. That's all but uh, as Lewandowski is an not eight, eight nine, 98, but he's 1.3 mil for a reason because people don't think he's that good. Whereas he is, um. Dembele is insane. He's insane value, but like Footberg said, he's an untradeable SBC. He's way worth, well worth it. He's better than that Sancho card. That Sancho card's crazy, by the way. But the five star week for on top of him, Dembele, make him better, in my opinion. And he's what? Three and a half times cheaper than Sancho cost on the market. So,
0: obviously, second, year that Sancho is unreal player. One thing with Sancho, I would say, though, that he's got over Dembele is that finesse shot rate. And for me this year, the financial trade has been... I mean, obviously with Sancho too, the uh, long shots aren't great on me either. But yeah, using both of those cards, the weak foot on Dembele, probably makes it stand out a bit more. And obviously having the French links and being from Barcelona, there's a lot of better links there. Although Bundesliga has been fairly good, aside from that, four links too. Greg, from the ultimate tots, apart from Lewandowski, have you managed to use any of the guys in this team or not?
3: I have not. No, um, I just... Obviously because I've not had the coins... I- and I've just not packed anybody due to the content, really. Uh, other than Lewandowski, packing him from a, I think it was the, from the player pick, the Bundesliga player pick. Um, that was it. Oh no, we, we packed packed. Bam, is Bamba in the uh, ultimate top? Yeah, Bamba's in ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. So we packed him from the was it eighty plus uh, player picks. It was just like the, the generic ones. We packed him. I've got a love hate relationship with him. Um, I'm so used to Neymar at the. At the uh, the cam position so agile five star weak foot can go on any any um, can go on any foot. I've been enjoying playing that the the three five two um, really just really attacking basically outscoring your opponent. Um, I've been trying him at the uh, the, the cam position. He, he's great. He, he's rapid. He's got but he doesn't have the agility of Neymar, which I'm used to. Uh, maybe I need to give him another another week um, to get used to him. Um, but no both both players are great and i recommend them both uh, like you said Zell, um lewandowski for you know on xbox 1.3 or on on playstation 1.4 one of the best finishers i've ever used on any fifa
1: He's the best value um, like top player in the yeah. Game.
3: yeah yeah people look at him and think oh he's clunky he's tall he's not going to be that good he's not got five star skills but it, the other skills he does the step overs lacqueta um ball rolls the the they're, they're so quick. It, it's very it, the player. He's it, very deceiving as a player inside the box. Once you get that space, you shoot. Ninety nine percent you scoring when you're inside the box.
0: I can I can back what you said there, about Bamba for me I use Bamba, and I think his issue is he's not lean. I think often you got Neymar, Rashford, guys with the five star skills as well, for, yep. or obviously, Rashford being five star, four star. The fact that Bamba's got the average body type probably means that obviously, it, it probably lacks the lean. That's yeah. the thing. Lean players. Man
1: has his own unique one. Rashford
0: does yeah. too. Yeah, so. The uh, I did have
3: his, is it play of the month? I think it was the play of the month for, yeah. For I did that early on in the game and it was ridiculous price. I did him, used him for a lot, a lot until I was like, okay, let's get rid of him. He's, he's not good enough. Um, but yeah, used his old card, used this card. I maybe was, I just need to play maybe up top instead of um, Mbappe or out wide, see what he's like there. Um, because of his pace, his dribbling, he's going to be effective. Just got to find that, that position.
2: Yeah, very good, very good up front.
3: Yeah, and also, Berg- I maybe I'll oh. try him up top then.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those cards too. Again, if you're not used to him, obviously use saw Neymar and Mbappe. Going to any other player is tough to really do that. Um, but Berg, have you managed to use any of these cards from the Ultimate Tots yet, or not?
2: Well, Salah, as we touched on, <laughs> is absolutely woeful. Um Kimmich, I absolutely love Kimmich. Um, I bought him during the, the Bundesliga, but obviously he's in the um in the ultimate. Bamba, as you've just been talking about, um, I've been using him at striker uh, and dropping him in at Cam as well, just trying the two. At Cam, like the other lads have said, he doesn't have that je ne sais quoi. He's he's just not as agile as you'd want him to be. But up front, because he's so quick. And because I play him alongside Dalglish, they've just—it it just seems like a really good partnership uh, with them. I, I really like him playing at striker. And then the only other one that I've used from the Ultimate Tots is Cancelo, and um, I've only used him for about three games. He was absolutely brilliant, but then that and Babu came out, and uh, everything changed.
0: Yeah, and Babu again. I think everyone's using him at centre back. Probably the one of the most used centre backs yeah. right now. Um, absolutely unreal. I've got, I've got card. one
3: thing. Go back to we have used I bought uh, Hernandez. I play him at centre back in my 352. Best one of the best, like literally one of the best centre backs on the game.
0: I can I got I luckily got him on my red picks the other week and I can back it up too. Absolutely yeah. unreal card. Although I thought he would be a lot better as a wing back or a left back, and mm-hmm. for some reason he's a little bit clunky, even though his stats are good, but yeah, as a centre back, absolutely unreal card. But obviously, I want to touch on lastly here kind of what we want to see before Friday, if anything, and our opinions on the upgrades. Greg, I know you said you, uh, you've done a few upgrades here and there, but what have you made of the upgrades chosen for Ultimate? Do you think it's enough?
3: No, definitely not. Obviously, we, like we go back to saying, Ultimate ultimate is an ultimate content. Um, I just think EA was scared of players putting all their coins, all their. You know that their players into into player packs and packing these ultimate players that would would ultimately bring the, the price down for them because people are packing them i think that was the main reason because they don't want to name coming down to 700 no 7 million because then he's obtainable to a, a lot more people um i think that i, I wouldn't want to say they're not doing it for that reason. But I ultimately think they are doing it for that reason because they don't want people, same with like, like we go back to the Ronaldo, you know, he's, 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 he's in moments. It's so difficult to obtain him. You have to have 15 50 million in the, in the bank. You have to check, keep checking the, the, the transfer market. They just, and they, they say they want players to be able to build this ultimate team, but in, but really are they? Like they, if they did want to do, let let us all do that, they would bring out more icon species. They would bring out more um, player picks or player picks over to ultimate tots. But ultimately, don't they want us to start ploughing money into packs to try and open, the, try and gain these players, which in turn makes them money.
0: Yeah, this is them being smart so. up again. Uh, obviously, I know Berg, you're a you like to look at these upgrades a bit more as well. What are you making of the upgrades release for ultimate?
2: The 80 plus picks is just it's good and the requirements are for it are good. Obviously, only needing the six gold commons and the two rears, but it, it's just not enough. It's too minimal. Why couldn't they give us, say, an 84 plus repeatable alongside it? So, you know, when you get your, your 82s and your 83s, you can chuck them in there. Going to what to Greg, uh, what Greg said is probably scared from an EA point of view, and people packing these top end cards when they know they've got content coming out in the next couple of weeks which potentially could be a level above uh, team of the season. But, yeah, I just think they were too minimal. Considering some of the upgrades that we've had um, during the other teams, um, I, I believe we had obviously the 25K packs and, like, the pack aspect from Ultimate Tops has sort of been taken away. It's just the pick. There's no, like, pack there as well to sort of make the Ultimate sort of recycle you get
0: what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing I, I mentioned before, and that I would have been nice. And obviously, they released the kind of these premium basically, the 25k packs for being league specific. It would have been nice to see potentially a premium pack for each of the top five leagues released. So, if you do want to say go for Prem players or League of Unplayers, you can choose to do that premium League of Unpack or premium Prem pack and try and grind them out. At least make it a bit more kind of you can go through, put your recycle them into another one. But the issue is, again, you've got the picks. You're putting in eight players, getting one player back. And again, you're needing the commons. And commons have risen up a lot. I know a lot of guys. And I kind of think it's because you get to the point where everyone's kind of like, right, on the Friday, make sure you go ahead and buy 100, 200, 300 rare gold cards for this card price. You're going to make loads of money. And I've don't i known people who've bought probably close to a 1,000 rare gold cards, expecting them to double in price. And I think EA kind of been like, right, we'll change it up this week. And I think a lot of people have been muddied because of these upgrades haven't come. And I know a lot of guys invested in them. But again, yeah, it's strange. Again, I, I like it that they've made it only eight players for a player pick and only two rare players. But still, I've seen a lot of guys do these and I've not seen many ultimate players Been. Yeah. of I've, I've done out
2: 200 now and I've had no ultimate tots and I've had four of the, uh, the shitters basically from MLS. If I see that bloke that centre-back from a nation I don't even know where the, where it is if I see him one more time
0: yeah no it's it's. I, I said I've done I've done a few myself but yeah this is not the ones that you really want to be doing and Zell obviously I know you've not, you're have not you not a huge fan of up for packs here and there but kind of do you want do you want to see some more stuff released before the end of TOTS would you want to see the ultimate guaranteed and things like that SPC or not do you really care too much about the rest of this on the TOTS content um, I uh,
1: really, I really, do, I really don't <laughs> like um, what you call it uh, upgrade packs. I find them boring. Um, I don't, I don't even get why people. I get why people enjoy opening them, but the process of building them, I really don't get that. How people can enjoy that as content, but each to their own. Um, <laughs> what but I mean, would... I mean,
3: you've been streamers don't do it. They, they get someone else to do it. Just thought I'll
1: say uh, That's what he needs though. Big time ones, I guess, do yeah. Um what I would like to so, I get
3: my mod to do it.
1: Big, big time <laughs> streamer. So
3: so bad at SPCs a like, I can't be bothered with this.
1: Yeah. I, what I do sometimes use them for is it just allows me to waffle a bit on stream and it take it means I don't have to play the actual gameplay as much. So it is good for that. <laughs> That's the best use of them. But um I would like to see two things. The second's more radical and they probably wouldn't do it, but the first one. They still probably won't ever do this, but I think it would be good would be instead of a guaranteed ultimate tots player SBC, a guaranteed ultimate tots player pick SBC. Yeah, exactly. Make it make it like 500 k whatever. I don't know. Make it expensive compared to what the others are. But, yeah, but you get pretty...
3: the, the free, what whatever his name is, the intermond centre back.
1: Yeah, don't get me don't <laughs> get me wrong, you're gonna get De as one of your free picks. Yeah. Old block's probably gonna be one, but At least give people hope. Do you know what I mean? Look at
2: what happened with the Icon pick. Look at the price that went. It went to like 1.3 million or something like that. So they'd certainly
1: do it. Why have they not even done an Icon moment? Stuff, I don't know. But uh, I'd like that. Um, And then the second thing I'd like, which I don't think they'd ever do, but I think would be cool, would be do what I've just said and then release every tops card and League for a week. Ultimate Tots is the finale of it. As we said earlier, the definition it's the best, the ending thing. Release all the Tots cards in one go for a week. Put an absolute shit ton of upgrade packs out there across all the different leagues. It's a mad week of content. People would love it. Um, and yeah, you have people would probably not pack a lot because they're probably lower the weights, but do loads of upgrades. All the Tots cards are out. They might earn a bit more money because people might open packs, do a player pick and have like, this is the selection you can get in this pick, the ultimate ones that we've picked. And and I think people would enjoy that. But it probably makes too much sense.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's too too good to be be true. Um, We're going to move on here. We have had the release of one more team as well. It was the (laughs) Connable team of the group stage. And I don't think it's one we're going to speak about a lot. Because I know um, Zell didn't even know it was released. <laughs> but uh, Berg, I want to start with you first with this one here. What have you made of the Commonwealth and obviously also the release of flashback Tevez today?
2: Um, Tevez, uh, he, he does look really good. But to me, he looks like one of them players you'd enjoy him for a couple of days and then he'd just end up getting lost in the club. Um, in terms of the um, the Commonwealth team, I didn't know it was released until about eleven o'clock last night when I went on on (laughs) Footman. But it's it's one of those like sort of little promos. It's hard because they're doing it alongside Team of the Season. So whatever you do at the same time as the Ultimate Team of the Season is going to be a little bit poor. It's a bit like when you're in the urinals and you're next to like a well endowed man. You just feel a bit inferior. So (laughs) I don't know that. I don't know. Don't how, look. <laughs> that's how comnable feels because it just it's, it's never going to live up to to what you want from the ultimate tots, is it?
0: Yeah, no, that's a great analogy. I love that you used that, but yeah, it's it's another one. I think all the minor leagues released throughout the whole of the team of the season have been kind of very underwhelming, and the fact I I think it's weird that they didn't name it. A, well, we've always had the Latin America tots, and I know they've kind of probably tried bringing the comnable stuff back as well, but. It's a strange one as well. But Greg, have you got much more to add to the uh, the commonable talk here or not?
3: Not really. Um, is the commonable on right now? Is that why, the reason why we've got a team of the group stage? Yeah. I'm think, assuming. Yeah. Okay. And because EA have the licensing for that, I think they've, I wouldn't say been made, but maybe that was in the contract. Okay, if you have the licenses, you've got to put this in the game. That's the reason why we get the Libertadores and, and the other cards that pop up first in in our packs, so you think, oh yeah, oh my god, this is, oh what, oh shh, this is an 89 rated <laughs> Libertadores <laughs> player. Um, but no, I mean, if you're from that region, it makes sense. You probably, obviously, yeah, you want to use some of these players, maybe some of your idols that you have grown up watching. Um, but for me, obviously, it's going to be hard to get in most teams now. Um, it's, it's, is it a promo, really? It's just, it's just an added extra. That you could use if you really wanted to. Obviously, if, if you wanted to go with your know, couple of Argentine players, if you wanted to get that Tevez, you can get some of the the uh, the common ball players and obviously be able to put them in the team. Um, yeah, but that Tevez looks very good. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's going to be like. He's, he's he's always been a very clunky, small clunky pair to me. Uh, probably reminds me of uh, Aguero, not because they're from the same country, but because they they have the same body type, the small kind of kind of strong kind of strikers yeah, stats look, unbelie- look unbelievable don't get me wrong um but yeah no that i mean for us that promo especially this time of the year but we're not going to touch it yeah
0: it's again it's hidden away i mean i know like you said there probably is a reason why they've had to release it probably to do the licensing and things like that but it seems very hidden uh, to release it alongside ultimate especially to you kind of, you've got uh, the the best of the best and then you just kind of chuck in this one in. it's not even a TOTS promo either. And again, it ends on the same day as the Ultimate TOTS 2. So it's only in packs for four days anyway. And Zell, what are your takes on uh, Tevez and the Commonwealth promo as a whole? I've still not properly looked at the actual <laughs> um, Commonwealth team. Um, I had a
1: quick look and there was a few cards that were like, yeah, they're all right if you want a little cheap weekend league challenge or something. I liked what, I think it was Greg said it about, if you're from that region, like, football's a global game. It's good to have cool players. like, Let's be honest, Nakata shouldn't be an icon if we're going purely based off his ability as a player. He was good. He was. But, like, it's cool to have players from different parts of the world. Hernandez didn't play out of outside of Central America, I don't think. Probably would wasn't good enough to play outside of there, so he probably isn't as good as some players who are not icons. But football is a global game and I like that we have players from different parts of the world represented as icons and it's good to have different tournaments. Um, but yeah, the, it's a promo that is barely a promo. Um, Tevez um, can't be one of the best players in the game because he doesn't have five-star five. He five. doesn't need five-five, he needed five on one of them. I would have liked like just make it up. They make a lot of other stuff up on the game, so give him five-star week for all, all skills, just one of them to make him a really cool card. He's not going to be easy to link in anyway. His stats are insane, but he will suffer from not being five-star and then, yeah, having that stocky body type. I don't think that's as big an issue this year, personally. I think on 19 and 20, it was a big issue. I think players, if they have enough agility and dribbling on this game, can still dance, but yeah, he'll be insane in some ways, but not as good as other players who might have those stats.
0: Yeah, it'll be, like I said, I think what Berg said earlier too as well, it'll be a fun card for a week or two or for a couple of days. But after that, you're paying 200k for a player that you're going to use for a pretty weekend if you want to chuck in a few commendable cards here and there. Then it's not
1: expensive though, is it? So like 200k is not a lot for that card.
0: Um, or it is if, you've, if you're if you like me and you've got nothing left in your club. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to do move on to kind of the, go over the tots as a whole here. We'll go over the tots and we'll move on to the Festival of Football but first, I kind of want to ask a question here, both of these. What, have, what would you have done differently for TOTS? And what do you think EA did well? And Greg, I want to start with you first. So what would you have done differently if you were EA during TOTS? And what do you think EA did well?
3: Um, I would have sort of done differently. I would have gave out the same content for each TOTS. Um, let's go back to Bundesliga content. That content was really good. Play picks. Um, objectives, um, SPC players. Um, I would have done the same same content for each promo. If you kept it at that, everybody would be happy because there's content to provide. If you're a content creator, there's this there's, there's, there's content to provide to your viewers, your followers, whatever you want. But the fact that they changed it, depending on each league, it's like, why? It's like, why just, just stick to what was working like you went back to went back to you saying they probably could see how many people have done SBCs how many people have actually opened player picks over over a certain duration like they can see that it works they can see that the engagement is working so for for, for a developer for a you know a company if your engagement's up why not keep it like that um, so that I think that's what could have done different uh, what they did well um, I'll go back to Bundesliga, they did Bundesliga well. I thought, I thought that that was the best one. So they did it unbelievable. I think Bundesliga, for me, uh, was the best one, even though it's not the best league and, and not a lot of people run Bundesliga. Um, because it was the best league, now I run a hybrid Bundesliga team um, because I packed a couple of players. Um, like, like, uh, Lacroix um, packed him. We did the, um, uh, is it Lazaro? We did him the right back. For that that 5 2 formation, it, them plays are unbelievable for what what I run now. So it was it was a no-brainer. Um and I said in the stream if we packed someone decent for the the red picks, which we got Muller, um, we would switch up. And we switched up. I went away from a Prem team and I've going away from a Prem team is probably one of the best things I've done all year. Because I've really, really enjoyed it. I think Zel did Zell, did you do a three five two formation uh tactic?
1: Yeah, I've done a few. Um,
3: yeah, times. it, it was form, one, I think it was one of yours. I think it was like, I think it was like narrow width but really high depth. And I've literally gone from that. I've I've enjoyed the game a lot more. Even though I'm conceding more, I'm outscoring my opponents, and I'm just enjoying just having these different players. Where previous Fifas, I've not. I was like, I'm, I'm sticking to Mbappe. And that's the funny joke with, with with people that come back to the stream. You're always with the your Neymar. You're always with your Mbappe. Just get rid of them. But now I'm using the Bundesliga team, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Um, but yeah, no Bundesliga—they did it. They—they they, they, they did Bundesliga perfectly. What they could have done differently is what they did with Bundesliga: spread it over the whole tots. So that's uh, that was that's my thought.
0: That sounds like with there. I think I I did I think I did every single Bundesliga SBC, bar probably Bellingham. Um, I think maybe one more. I did like yeah. Kostic, Tapsoba, Lazaro. Did a lot of them. Berg, for you here, same questions. What would you have done differently, and what do you think you did well, your top?
2: Um, What I would have done differently is, uh, like Greg said, just the same sort of stuff. Give it out to each league the same, so people sort of they know what's coming. Um, I know you could you could counter that by saying if people know what's coming, they can prepare for it, etc. But we've got the milestones section, and we've had foundation cards. Why not give? a foundation set for the Prem, Liga 1, Bundesliga, give us cards to play for. That milestone section should always be full of things to do. Um, Like I said earlier, we've only had uh, one objective player for the last two weeks instead of two. That's just for people that, there's there's a lot of people on this game that can't play online and they can only play squad battles and they've had nothing to do for the last two weeks when previous weeks they had cards to play for. Um, I, I just think... That's what they need to do more, more in-game stuff. It's not FIFA menus, it's FIFA football. Let me play the game to get content from the game rather than just sitting in the menus doing player picks.
0: Yeah. And uh, what would you say EA did well,
2: if Um, if anything? What they did well was their consistency of being poor. That is is probably the best (laughs) thing you could say. But if you're going to praise something... um, yeah, there isn't anything.
0: There isn't, <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was seeing how long that pause <laughs> is going to be. Um, and Zel, I know you are a, uh, I know you want a lot from EA, <laughs> a lot of time here. But what would you have done differently, and what do you think EA did well, if you can think of anything throughout time? I
1: don't, I don't, I rebuke that, Max. I don't think, so. <laughs> I, I, I want a lot compared to what they give, but I don't want a lot compared to what other game developers give. You said earlier, and I agreed with you, that EA are smart. They make record profits every year. They're not a charity at the end of the day. Their main job is to make money off a video game. But I would just like to see them just like care a little bit about the community, care a little bit about the game. There's great people who work at EA who care about the game. There's people from the community who work now at EA who obviously love FIFA and that's how they got the jobs at EA. They don't want people to be sat there blasting the game on Twitter, on streams, saying they don't like the game. But ultimately, the people at the top make the decisions. Um, What did they do well? Two weeks of it was really good. I think we've all agreed that La Liga and Bundesliga was class. Um, There should be every single day content to log on and do. It's a bit of a meme in the Twitter, FIFA community. I'll log on at six, I'm off, that's it. So there's nothing there. Um, what would I have done differently? Done the content like the two leagues that we liked. If they'd have kept it like that for the whole team of the season, I think people would have loved it and say it's one of the best periods of any FIFA content-wise. Um, like I said, I'd like to have seen all the teams re-released for the ultimate team of the season. Um, it's just it's it's really annoying when they like dangle in front of you what it could be like and show that they know, and then they just snatch it away from you again. It's like they're just teasing you a bit and saying, we know what you want, (laughs) but we don't want to give you it. So it's frustrating.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. We will get into the next topic here, though. I think a general consensus here, though, is that, again, there was two great weeks throughout TOTS, and everyone's going on about that. And just the rest of it was, again, a huge disappointment. Because, again, like you just said there, we know what we could have had. We know what EA capable of. But why could they not continue it? How hard it is it for them as a as a whole company to continually bring out again constant content and even scheduled content? I think even the showdowns too. We had a few showdowns with La Liga, with also with Bundesliga too. And that was it. No more after that. And obviously, going back with the obviously the UCL final and the UEL, they released man of the match cards into packs instead of SBCs. Sort of like last year, we had, I think it was like Luke de Jong. And the other one was a Thiago SPC cards and not even stuff, things like that, just lacking from the game. But I want to move on to the promo coming out this Friday, Festival of Football, which obviously is a return of the promo released in FIFA 18. I've seen a few things that potentially it's going to be one promo team with potentially daily man of the match releases of both potentially European or the Euros and Copa America. Obviously, EA haven't got the licenses for the Euros potential daily SPC similar to marquee matchups for big games and obviously maybe road to the final cards, so live cards. But also, I think going back to FIFA 18, there were different teams released for, say, man the matches of each round of game. So, say, the first round of group stage games, second round, and obviously the quarterfinals, things of like that. Greg, I want to go to you first here, though. What do you make of the potential festival football promo and are you looking forward to it?
3: Uh, I think I think this promo, I think a lot of people enjoyed it. It added that bit more of excitement after teaming the season. Um, looking back at the cards from 18, it, there's some unbelievable cards. You've got a 99 Hazard, the 94 Kante, um, Lukaku, Isco. Some of them players from that, um, from that World Cup, they were ridiculous. And if they're the type of cards that we're going to get, I think it could be an amazing promo. The, the the only thing we need to think of is: Are they gonna? Is, is the content? Is it just gonna be impacts? Are we gonna get like you said? We're gonna get SPCs. Are we gonna get, SBCs? Are we gonna get um, daily showdowns? Because I would love to see a daily showdown of all three. All three. It's not like three or two games per day. Three um, games. I would love group to. Group to group. Yeah, I would love to see, like three sbcs three show, um. You know showdown svcs
1: it's 26 man squads, isn't there? There's plenty
3: of players yeah. they can do it for, so it's not even if they put in plays in who are going to be like going from like really good players, like just put some real, like just all round good players in who could potentially be in your squad. Put something that we could, okay, I want to do that because you know England put like um Grealish in there or you know Foden. Against someone else, imagine imagine getting like a like a ninety two Grealish like that with four star four star. He's dri- like he, would be no, he would be an unbelievable player.
1: To, That's to content. Use.
3: That is content. Yeah. Like if they could put, a sh- like I said, a sh- like a showdown for those games per day. Everybody would love it. it they would love it. They would because the content's there. People want to do it. They're going to. They're going to be watching the games. Because what was the first showdown? It was the IX and Nord game.
1: Broke the it- Vizy records for viewing figures. Oh,
3: literally, all my timeline from, from uh, on in the FIFA Fever, Fever community. Literally, everybody's watching that game because it was the very first um, showdown. Showdown players and everybody invested into it because it was a new thing and everybody wanted to get involved. Everybody probably did the SBC. If they did that with with the World Cup, it would. I think it would blow up with the with the with uh, the showdown players.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I think everyone loves the kind of the link between FIFA and like real life, live football. And especially yeah. with the Euros going on too, a lot of people will be watching the Euros and they've got to give us reason to want to log on each day to maybe do the, what the daily fixtures of the game and things like that. But we'll see about that. But Berg, what are you making or what do you think could happen with the festival football promo? And you looking forward to it.
2: I'm genuinely really excited for it because it's, it is do or die. If, if the, Promos a failure, people will just go and watch the Euros in real life. They don't need to play the game. You can go and watch it. You can go outside. Things are starting to get back to normal. I think this is like a real crossroads for the rest of this game cycle. I know there's not long left, but proper hardcore players still want something to play for. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw Foot Spies tweet uh, earlier sort of going through what the festival of foot could be like each match day the standout player should be getting uh, like a man-of-the-match card for each set of games. So if you're getting three man-of-the-match cards for each tournament, that's six cards in itself every day for that first two weeks of the tournaments. And then we've seen that EA are holding back. um, like We've seen that team of the year, team of the season, the player ratings were a bit lower than we thought that they maybe would be. So they've given that extra gap to bump things up even more Um, just give us good things. Like who would be asked if you say they gave a Nico Williams from Wales, gave him a 90 rated card to just, you know, rival Premier League. Just an example, Max, just an example.
1: (laughs) Liverpool example. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Or
2: even like say Grealish or Konza, give him a card that's like 90-92 rated to rival other team of the season cards. So people want to change their teams. If you get content that's going to be like 88, 89 rated, no one's going to change their Team of the Season team to fit them in.
0: That's also what could happen too, again. They could go ahead and blow Team of the Season out of the water. And then in turn, it makes Team of the Season just any of a promo. Team of the Season then loses its kind of excitement, I think, the next year as well. But I think, obviously, going off last year, everyone's seen how the content post TOTS... Again, I think for me last year, I think the content post TOTS was better than TOTS itself. And that could be, could be what they're trying to get at now. Although the only issue was that last summer there wasn't any real-life football for people to go and watch. They were stuck playing FIFA. At least now with real-life football going on, they've got to make people want to kind of watch the game, then come back to FIFA and kind of need that draw, I think. Because we are getting to a point now where people aren't logging on as much as possible. Again, it comes back to if EA are then seeing that people aren't doing it, they need a way to find more engagement. And again, we've already said here that The showdown cards bring so much engagement to the game that maybe a showdown card every day, or maybe more than one every day, that's probably pushing it for EA. But that could make sure that everyone comes back to the game and it's thing everything loves. Also, I think we're not mentioning really the live cards could be a great example too. I know we had kind of the path to glory things for FIFA eighteen. I know that started a lot earlier too. I think in like maybe February, March, because obviously I think players got boosted. They got selected for their country and things like that. But again, if there's like a, say your team wins a game, your player gets a boost or they get plus two. If they draw, they get a plus one, things like that. That could be another addition too. And Zell for you, what are you, are you looking forward to the festival of football? And do you, what do you think is going to happen with it?
1: No, because of what I expect TA will <laughs> not do during it. Um, if it was the festival of football that we're talking about, that they could do, yeah, it'd be great. Um, I said for the Champions League, every knockout game should have been a showdown, SBC. Um, for me, the pinnacle of football in terms of the highest level you get is Champions League. But the pinnacle of football in terms of what we enjoy as fans is, in Europe anyway, the Euros and the World Cup. Because it's relentless, non-stop football for a month. I've told the missus that the TV's mine for the next month. Um like, like we love it because it's just nonstop. Again, I'll be watching Finland play. I can't even remember their group. I think Finland are in a group with Russia. I'll be watching that game. I'll just watch every game that I can. Realistically, um, why can we not have a showdown SBC every get every day for each game? Um, it's sad but true. When you say Max, oh maybe we could have more than one S uh, showdown SBC every day, but that's probably a bit much for you. Uh, like. It's sad that you can even say that. Yeah, it's the truth. Like, no, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah. you wrote right. like You didn't say anything wrong. Like I agree with you. But you're just being realistic. But we shouldn't be saying that. They literally hold back to like... I don't even know. I don't even get why sometimes. They're obviously, there's a plan with the money and how they do. But the um, showdown, that would make it great. I don't think they need... The, I don't think the Euros care for you doing showdown SBCs because people are watch it regardless. But... It would help get people thinking a bit more about FIFA. Um, live cards would be really good. Um, Why can't they do something like there's a player pick for every team in the tournament, 24 teams in the tournament, there's a free man player pick for each team, and you can vote for each team who you want to be the live card? Do you not think that would be cool? There was a fan vote on the game, you log on, you go through you go for each group, so it gets you a bit more involved, learning a bit more about the format of the tournament. Okay. England, Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic, got Grealish, Calvin Phillips, John Stones. Who do you want as the player pick to be the live card? And then everyone who takes part gets one guaranteed card from any of those teams. Not you don't pick the team, you're probably going to get the Finland live card, <laughs> but you get my point. It's engagement. You're not even guaranteed a great card, but people will vote because they want that chance of a card, and it feels like we're involved as a community. Something like that. I don't think that's that hard to pull off, but yeah, I don't think we've seen stuff like that either. Just creativity, things like that, that just uh, something a bit different for the Primer.
0: Obviously, that gives you, yeah, gives people the chance of that, it makes them think that they actually have a say in the voting. Um, well, I just that, yeah.
1: yeah, like. All the ideas we've come up with, I've said before on Streamlight. Like, if you put me in charge of content and they had to do what I, I said, I'd make a great game because it's not hard. I don't think the people who work there. Um, I think the pe- what i say the people who work there they do know what the community want, but they can't give us it because they're held back by the higher ups who say no. The analytics say this, so it's a shame. Would I be looking forward to festival of football if it was what we said? Yes. Am I looking forward to it? No, because it's probably just going to be a bunch of repair, shitty stuff we've already seen. But I'm hoping to be proven wrong. I want to be drawn back into FIFA. Yeah.
0: And that's what I think we all want. We all we all hope for the be- the best things in the game. And I think there definitely is people out there who want the game to be poor and want EA to fail. So then they can turn around and start complaining about things like that. And but I think deep down i think all of us here especially we want the game to do well at least for me anyway i want there to be stuff to speak about every single week too as far as content and things like that and for us not to log on and play but it is an interesting one but i do want to move on to the final topic here the discussion topic is fifa dead or especially after tots greg i want to go to you first because i know you've got a good take on this i think anyway but what's your take on is fifa dead
3: I think like I said it's a personal preference really. Um I enjoy playing the game. Um, I'll always I'll always back the game. I, for me, I was talking to someone, I think I was talking to someone on mods the other day. It's like for me I'm a minority in the community. When everybody bashes the game, I'm like you're just bashing it because you've lost. You're just bashing it because you the other other things. For me, I enjoy playing the game. If I lose, I lose. I'll take it and maybe like i said hit the control on my head once or twice <laughs> but other than that no i enjoy playing the game because when i get that win when i'm down 2-0 and i beat him 3-2 in the last minute that excitement of having that and i love football <clears throat> but for me yeah just just playing the game and just enjoying it just being content with the kind of player you are for me i've taught, i've said that in other podcasts we've done just being content with the gold being a gold player, I'm happy. I know where I stand. So when I lose, if he's a better player, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah, but then there's obviously other people who obviously aspire to be uh, comp players who are pros, who just feel like they've got nothing to give right now because obviously you, you, it's coming to the end of their cycle. They, they, they can't compete anymore because they didn't qualify. And I get that on their level. Like, What's the point playing the game anymore? <clears throat> Unless you're making a living from streaming. But for casuals and for gold players like myself, if you enjoy playing the game, just keep playing it. Like, I'll play it until it's completely dead. No one's playing it when F one comes out and everybody's on that F one hype and everybody's buying steering wheels. That's when I'll start. <laughs> um, that, that's that's when I'll finish playing the uh, playing FIFA.
0: But well, so for you, then, does the content release from here on out, does it kind of affect how much you're going to play or not? Are you going to play regardless of what uh, they no,
3: release? No I, I, no, I play regardless. Obviously, you know, in my streams, I'm not doing it for numbers. I'm not doing it for anything else. I'll play the game because I enjoy it. If it means being on the menus, if they bring content out, I'll do that. If it means playing the weekend league when no one's playing, I'll do that because I love winning. When I do win and we do get that, you know, that close win, I enjoy it. And. That's what I take from the game. If I do lose, I'll lose. And I'll be, don't get me wrong, I'll be peed off. Um, but I'll play the game as long as I can until it's like really at its you know last legs.
0: Yeah, so you don't you don't think it's anywhere near that for you right now anyway then?
3: But for me personally, no. For a lot of people, yes. Um, but I think that they're just probably done with the game because uh, because they don't want to maybe accept that. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to do as do as good as they think they're going to be able to
0: do yeah um i want to move to you next here for you or at least anyway what do you think as far as the statement goes is is fifa dead right now
1: um i liked what greg said that if people are enjoying the game keep playing it um i feel like sometimes content creators put their own negative vibes into them almost like saying why are you playing the game now people try to put people off just because they're not enjoying it um For me personally, the game's been dead a few months because my main... It's all about perspective for me. The thing that I care about most on the game is the gameplay. And for me, it's the worst year. When I judge FIFA as I go since Weekend League started, the first FIFA I played was '02, 2 But I've only really put a lot of time into it since FIFA 17 when we got Weekend League. And for me, this is the worst FIFA since 17. Um, All the ones I can remember in terms of gameplay. It's inconsistent, it's random, and I just don't enjoy the game. Um, A question I'd ask all three of you, I'm interested to see what your answer are, take away the football element of FIFA, if just on the mechanics of the game, just as a general game, do you think FIFA as a standalone game is actually good? Is or it- do you play it because of football? Uh, what do you all think to that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll ask this one here first, sorry. I think for me anyway, I think it's the fact that it's football. That's probably the main part of it. I mean, you've got, yeah. you've got a game like Pro Evolution Soccer, which, again... It doesn't compete with it, but again, FIFA is the has all the licenses. is the kind of the main game, but I think for the most part, it's football, really.
1: Yeah, you play it for football. Footberg, do you play it for football or because you think it's a good video game?
2: I, I, for the football, this, this, I yeah. think that is the main answer for me. Yeah, just my pure love of the game. Yeah, exactly, of Greg. Football, yeah.
3: I think it's a really good mechanical game. I think the gameplay is the best. It gets, you know, no. <laughs> uh, football, football wise. Um, and I've always said, I think, was it, which was, which one was, the, uh, Lacroquette back post cross game 19, 19, but for me, that was the worst for me because I just felt that wasn't a game. Like that wasn't a simulator. Yeah. It was like, I understood if you did that 99%, it's a to yeah, yeah, yeah. um, for me this game is more on the ground but like you said it's more random um a lot of a lot of things happen where you think what the hell has just happened there um but if they could get a like a, a game that's literally keep the ball on the ground play the way you want to play regardless it was ticker tacker holding yeah. the ball possession based like you could you could use a, a variety of different ways you want to play it and it, it would be equal but right now, it's like if you use possession base, you just literally, or if you do like if you if you you're pressing, there's so many ways. Like for me, as as I used to be a possession based player, as soon as I lose the ball, counter attack, they would score. It's like fucking hell. It's like what's going on? For me, it, I think for me the game just needs, needs to be equal. It needs to be consistent and not as random as like you said. though.
1: yeah. But you like you like the game again. The answer, I think yeah. just, From what you said. It's foot, because it's football, not because of, yeah. of a standalone game. Yeah. And you're one of the most positive people in the community in terms of liking the game. Yeah, yeah. It, all, it comes back to, again, not because it's a good video game. I think we'd all agree as a standalone yeah. game, it's pretty bad. But the football is what we love because mm-hmm. we all love football. We're Probably all four of us here probably obsessed with football. It's a big part of our life, and that's why we play it. And when the season ends, people tend to go away from FIFA a bit as well because they're not doing football as much. I guess it does change when the internationals are on, It's a month of non-stop football. But for me, um, the game died a lot earlier this year because I thought the gameplay was so bad. Um, some people disagree on that. Um, it's just my perspective. I didn't really put much effort at all into the pro side of FIFA this year because um, well, I think EA somewhat abandoned it this year with COVID. That's a whole other discussion itself. But um, I've... Probably, it's probably the second best year I've ever had in terms of weekend leagues. I don't say that to brag. I say it to the point I'm going to come up to that I've hit like 15 30s this year and I don't enjoy the game when I'm winning. Like for me, like I I play other video games. I'm very competitive as a person and I play other games. I hate losing, but I still enjoy them a fair bit. Whereas FIFA, I'm not even enjoying the game when I'm winning. I feel the way it forces you to play, a bit like a rat. Um, negative boring um the randomness it's stressful and that meant I didn't enjoy the game as much this year and then the content it just feels like they just tease us and piss us off feels like there's like a bet every week at EA which employee can come up with the best idea to just rattle the community or something like, or oh, let's give them a good week team of the season show them what we can do and then do this so they just kill the game on itself. go on
3: imagine if COD came out with a 1v1 weekend league tournament and you had to play 13 matches against obviously different opponents same elo as 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 foot champs 1v1 it's random like how would people I I feel the people would, be, would say the same about COD that we do weekly because they think, oh, I should have fucking beat that guy. He's, that guy's that guy's terrible. Because people are situation. On, yeah, yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> so I I feel I feel like that the community is so. It's like I think like the fifty the community is so fifty fifty because like as a pro player as a competitive player like like you Zelt, you dislike the game because it's 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 aggravating. It's it's. You don't enjoy. It's not it. consistent,
1: which is key yes. to a competitive yeah. game. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, like, if 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 people, oh I don't, I don't even know why I'm going with this, but like, if if it was in a different game, in the kind of different aspect of one v one, you you're playing against random people. I just feel people would would, would moan as as uh, as much with COD if it was a one v one weekend league than they would with with uh, with football because. They they think because it's a one v one, they think they're better than their opponent when they don't even know their opponent.
1: It's like Somewhat, I get the point you're making, and I agree yeah. to some extent. I agree. Like I've come back to what I said: people are deluded. But yeah, yeah, the thing is on COD. If a COD pro was watching, like put this, I do a lot of coaching on FIFA. Yeah, yeah, I don't play COD to a good level, but I've watched Jambu, my best friend in FIFA, plays quite a lot of COD, and I watch him play sometimes. And I have a decent grasp of the game, even mm-hmm. I can generally watch something and see oh, that's the mistake they've made yeah. from watching a war zone streamer. I saw a clip yesterday from a guy who lost in the... Um, he lost in extra time of the like North American playoffs, and the goal he conceded, that took him to extra time. It was the 93rd minute. His opponent just randomly crossed it in, which is stupid to do on FIFA. You shouldn't cross the ball unless there's someone completely free. There wasn't anyone for it. He crosses it. It goes to the guy's defender, who's got no one within 10 yards of him. It's not even powerful. It hits his defender, just randomly just deflects. Not not like a deflection mm. when you shoot. Just took a touch. The touch goes 10 yards, lands at the back pass to the opponent's guy, just taps it in. I could mm. not sit there and say, oh, mate, you should have done this. <laughs> yeah. Whereas on, it, It's very rare you could ever on Cod say, oh, you were just unlucky there. You played it well. Whereas FIFA, this year more than any... It, don't worry, if you play perfect, you'll win every game. You might concede yeah. still, but you'll always win. But when the skill gap's close, you will lose games on this just because you got mm-hmm. unlucky. And it's hard for me to sit there as a coach in this game and be like, well, yeah, you did that wrong. Because I'm like, well, you yeah. did everything right, but you just got screwed over. Which, it just kills the fun for me on the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. like I said, there, well, again, it's all about this perspective too, again. For you, Zelte... You're yeah. so gameplay based that the, no ma- the, the content for you doesn't really matter. If the gameplay is bad, then you're not going to enjoy it. And obviously, for guys like Greg, for myself, again, kind of a mixture of both two. It kind of, you can get by by just liking it too. But obviously, for you, Zell, the, the, the gameplay side of it is kind of all you. That's all you are, really. And not all you are, but again, you'll get your game over you. If you don't like the gameplay, then you're not going to sit there and do upgrades. And I don't see Zell doing, um, bronze pack method anytime soon either
1: I don't but, like sitting there getting angry at the game yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. like, I don't like how it makes me feel playing the game and yeah I wish that I could enjoy doing upgrade packs and pretending that I'm hyped when I get a MLS team of the season but <laughs> just not me so
0: maybe next year we'll see uh, Zelda's the uh, bronze pack method and some the league SBC grinding but Berg I want to move over to you next here what's your take on his FIFA dead and are you still going to be playing after Tots
2: Um, I will still be playing after touch, just like we were saying earlier, just my love for football. I want to get my fix. I don't know anyone else, but sometimes, you know, you cannot play FIFA for a couple of days and you just get like a random little, I need to play some FIFA. I just want to play some good football. But in terms of, is it dead? It's a bit of a sticky one because people are always going to moan no matter what. If you find a fiver in the street, someone's going to moan, why wasn't it a tenner? So you're always going to have people like that. But I think for a proper hardcore player, you could say it is a little bit dead because the playable, grindable content isn't there. Like we spoke about with the milestone uh, section, that should be full all the time. Like, I'd love to see things in FIFA where, like we said earlier about Salah with his three-star weak foot, let me score 100 goals with his weak foot to upgrade it. You know, just things like that where... I can grind at my own pace to do what I want to do in my ultimate team. But we've seen throughout this game, we're only allowed to do things at EA's pace. Same with icon swaps. If you wanted that Vieira from this, this icon swaps, oh, you can only have nine tokens now, and you can have the other nine when we say you can have them. So it's like the game isn't dead, but like Greg said, it depends how you are as a person. If you... If you have a love for FIFA, a love for football, you'll probably still play it. Um, But I think we we get mixed up a lot with what a casual is. To me, a casual person is someone who plays maybe one, two games a night, if that. If you're playing like foot champs, you're not a casual, in my opinion. I think a casual person is someone who plays sporadically. But um, I think to people like that, you know, if you're a proper casual and you play one to two games a night, One objective player a week is going to see you through the entire week. Whereas people in our community, when a card comes out on a Friday night, how many times do you see people post at nine o'clock at night? I've done that. What's next? And you know, like they can give you content for a week, but people can finish that so quickly and they don't want to spread it out. So are we to blame for that? or are EA to blame because they don't give us enough to carry on doing more. I think it's a 50-50 way
0: you could go with it. Yeah, definitely. I think was always spoken about beforehand the, uh, the kind of the need for so much content that we can't do it all and get it done. And like I said, there's a lot of guys there who will, again, they'll do an objective card in a couple hours or they'll do icon swaps in the first few days and things like that. And then after that, like, you're kind of stuck. And the thing is, there's guys out there who want to be sat there grounded in the menus one are we doing the Bronson method. One are we doing League SPCs. And there's guys out there who only want to do gameplay and, again, are bored of doing the upgrades and sitting on the menus too. And it's a tough one, really. It's trying to kind of basically make sure that the game caters for everyone too. And I think for the most part, EA does kind of struggles with that at times too. And, again, we've seen throughout TOTS as well. Is, uh, it's been hit and miss and things of like that. Again, I think this promo on Friday will kind of be the, again, like I said, the make or break thing for FIFA. Because I think people are kind of getting to the tether's end now. And if we get to Friday and it's kind of another dud of a promo, then people will fade away. But again, like we saw last year, again, the best promo of the year, Summer Heat, was post-Tots. just depends whether they can replicate that this year or whether it's going to be a case of, uh, we don't really care by now, by the time time they release it, if the interest in the game is at a low point, if it's going to bring people back too. I do want to get into the final question here. It's from Mark Foot Trader. I uh, here: so what fresh features would you like to see introduced for FIFA 22 such a storyline upgrade cards so they stay meta weekly tournaments new promos or cross-platform markets, things like that I kind of want to limit down to kind of basically one or two things makes kind of a quick question here so basically what fresh feature would you like to see introduced for FIFA 22 and we'll try and keep away from saying good gameplay um but Zell one go to you first here. One feature or two that you'd like to see introduced into FIFA 22?
1: That's tough. There's a lot I could say. Um, <laughs> cross-platform would be good. Um, I don't know why we don't have cross-platform. Um, and that's just a given at this point. That it should be a thing. It's all the other major games. I'm not even sure I can think of a big game that's on Xbox, PlayStation, PC that isn't cross-platform. Sure, there is, but I can't think one. Um, I would personally like to see weekend league scrapped and it go into rivals. Um, Or if they don't do that, make weekend league take co-op and do a lot more with that. Make Ultimate Team a much more multiplayer experience rather than just one v one. Because all the other good online games these days, you play with friends. Whereas Ultimate Team, you can't really. You can't really play with friends that much.
0: No, that's a great show then. everyone everyone knows how much pro clubs is loved, especially in the FIFA community. And again, even even more kind of co op and you play with your friends and stuff, that'd be great. Greg, I wanna to go to you next here. What would you say you would like to see fresh for FIFA twenty two a feature?
3: Um, like Zad said, uh cross platform. Well, I think that's is that something to do with Xbox and Sony? Um is that something they need to work out? We've well, over, there's, get- there's plenty of other games that have Xbox yeah. and Sony
1: in them, so
3: um, but I think EA needs need to step up. I think it could be to do with the transfer market, and they don't want to combine it. Um, there's a lot of factors for the game. Are you seeing other games like Fortnite and and other games being able to go cross platform? Um, but I think that's the major thing. I think everybody wants cross platform, just so we you know so we can all play with our mates, pro clubs, play against some friendlies, play you know Ultimate Team. Um. But other than that, for me, I just I just want a consistent game next year. I just want a game that's consistent. Um, when you play it, you you can learn it, understand what's going to happen if you do a certain thing, because now if you, if you do a certain thing, it's like you'll see a random animation that you've never seen before. Um, like Zell said, it's very, very random. I want to see a more consistent game, um, but I'm not sure how they're going to do that with the current engine. Maybe they they're doing something for next gen. Obviously, they've got they've had a couple of years to actually focus on next gen gameplay. Um, so we'll have to see what they 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 announce in the coming months with the new FIFA. But consistency that's that's all I want. Consistency. Give us a game. Give us content. The content that we want. Um, yeah, and just I wouldn't even mind if they, if they if they overloaded overloaded us with content. Like give us too much content because then we we can grind for it. They kind of tried to do that with objectives and stuff like that this year, um, which which was decent, but I would love to see more SPCs, player SPCs, um, grindable SPCs that could take a couple, a couple of months to do. But you, you, you've got to, you know, you've got to, like, objectives. Just, I just want something grindable, something consistent next year.
0: Sounds good. And Berg <laughs> here for you. What fresh features would you like to see introduced for FIFA 22? Uh,
2: something I touched on earlier, just an upgrade path to different things where, like, I don't know, obviously, like I said, score 100 goals with a weak foot, you get a consumable that you can use on a player to upgrade their weak foot, you know, just... Or even things in the menus, like, when I buy a player, I can see how many yellow cards the player has had for another team. Why the fuck do I care about that? (laughs) Let me know how many scored with his right foot, how many scored with his left foot. We've seen in the um, like the weekly objectives, there's like an objective, score with an Argentine using a volley and assist with a Brazilian in the same game. If they can work out that I'm doing that in the same game, why are they not giving me stats that you'd see on like football manager? You know, different, like more they, in-depth They do stats? the
1: detailed stats for the Premier League. EA literally do the Premier League stats.
2: So, so why don't they it just, it needs to be incorporated more so I can see things that are just a bit more tailored to me as a consumer Um, and I think the second thing would be co-op in everything when Lanzini comes out if I want to do Lanzini with my friend and complete him in co-op let me don't just restrict me to co-op in squad battles and rivals
0: yeah I think that's I think what we all kind of got here the point is that Everyone wants to kind of play with more people, again, the kind of co-op, the kind of cross-platform thing as well. And again, especially the, the analytics, I think, I think I've seen a few people mention that on Twitter beforehand, but even say like an average match rating or kind of for goalkeepers and defenders, the amount of clean sheets and things like that. And again, they can do it. Again, you've got in, say, career mode, the amount of stats and things there. you can easily implement this into all team just for some reason. They fit to do so. We're going to wrap things up there. We can go through all our guests and where you can find them. Greg, we'll start with you first. Where can people find you? Uh,
3: over on Twitch, forward slash uh, Greg Hartley with two Gs. And then over on Twitter, at uh, Greg Hartley underscore.
0: And Greg, what's your streaming schedule like currently too?
3: Uh, all over the place. We just started pre-season today. I did have a, did have a schedule up um, for this week, but... It was kind of a preliminary schedule. I just wanted to see what time I get from back from pre season. So, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday now, uh, I've switched that around. So, yeah, that's when we're
0: live. Sounds good. And Berg, where can people find you? Uh,
2: you'll find me at the moment, mostly hiding from the sun. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, um, the only real uh, social media I'm using at the minute is Twitter, which is foot underscore Berg. So, nice and easy.
0: Sounds good. And Zaloni, where can people find you?
1: Uh, zelonius night on Twitch or Zolonyus FIFA on YouTube.
0: And Zelonius, is there any streams coming up soon for yourself? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> see what, we'll we'll see. see what EA do. <laughs> yeah, well, can, sounds good. Can, guys. can the
3: PC run? Uh, can the PC run streaming WoW at the same time?
1: It can, yeah. yeah it could. We'll get get the WoW streams going.
0: Maybe some World of Warcraft streams incoming soon. But thank you yeah. very much, guys. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Also, if you've enjoyed this pod, make sure to check out our other ones and follow us on Twitter at for Sake pod for all things FIFA related and updates on future podcasts. New episodes are released weekly every Wednesday, so make sure you follow us on your preferred listening platform to be notified when we release our new episodes.